Welcome to Dad's Sense, a podcast for folks looking to grow their financial future. This podcast is hosted by Jason Fuchs, a dad, a husband, and managing director of Sage Path Financial Advisors. Jason's goal is to help you grow your financial future the right way. Now your host, Jason Fuchs. Greetings, everyone. If you're new here, I'm Jason Fuchs, married to Amber, father to a a two-and-a-half-year-old girl, Jewel. I'm also the managing director of Sage Path Financial Advisors. Dad Sense is a show for family men and women with businesses. We're all about family, fun, and finance. On this show, you're going to hear unscripted conversations with folks who are committed to succeeding in business and staying financially healthy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Joining me is special guest, the pickleball wizard, Roseanne de Tommaso. Welcome to the show, Roseanne. Thank you, Jason. Glad to be here. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we'll introduce Roseanne shortly. But Roseanne, I got a question for you. Yes. Did you know that pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the country? Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> now, last month we had a great event. Sage Path hosted an event in E-Town here in Florida, and it was fantastic. We had about 20 or 30 residents come out. Roseanne was kind enough to lead us in that Pickleball 101 course, and the attendees got to hold paddles. They got to hold pickleballs. We even made a makeshift court out in the parking lot, so the attendees got to, to hit and actually practice but I think everyone had a ton of fun and learned so much. Thank you for leading that event. It was a great time. It was fun. And that is my goal today, ladies and gentlemen. Roseanne is going to teach us the basics. She's going to teach us the rules of pickleball. She'll review safety precautions, what not to do. If you have questions after this episode, feel free to reach out to either of us. We'd be happy to help. Roseanne, I've got another question for you. All right. How does a business owner choose a retirement plan that fits his or her business? Uh, I want to hear about this. I'm excited. (laughs) I received a question from one of our dozens of listeners asking what type of retirement plan he should offer his employees and himself. We're going to get to the bottom of that later on in the show. If you've got individual questions, send those questions to my email or call me. If you're interested in a pickleball clinic, reach out to me. Let's see what we can do. I'd like to take a moment now, introduce our guest. Roseanne has such an impressive resume. She started working for the Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Department in 1985, back in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've actually spent a few years out that way. Beautiful city. Love it out there. In 2000, Roseanne was promoted to the rank of sergeant. In 2012, she was promoted to the rank of lieutenant, and she retired in 2014. Roseanne is a martial artist and started her training in ATA Taekwondo in 1987. I am so glad that I walked through that parking lot by myself, Roseanne. (laughs) Maybe I should have had you next to me. Roseanne is a six-degree black belt and the owner-operator of her own martial arts school. So cool. Roseanne retired in 2014. She moved to Nocatee, and that is when she began playing pickleball and absolutely fell in love with the sport. Roseanne coordinates. She conducts pickleball training in local area. She's been doing that for a few years now. Roseanne teaches pickleball to people from surrounding communities, and she competes in tournaments throughout the year, mixed doubles as well as women's doubles. Roseanne is a professional pickleball registry certified coach 
Say that 10 times fast. And she's here to teach us a few things. Roseanne, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. A sixth degree black belt. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, I started training in martial arts when I joined the police department because I felt like I wanted to be able to hold my own and have some more skills that would help me yep. be a better police officer and fell in love with martial arts. And before I knew it, I was helping teach and instruct. And before I knew it, I had my own school. Oh, that's so and neat. And just teach it, you know, had a lot of kids that I was teaching. And, you know, we taught a lot of the life skills. So it wasn't about just teaching how to kick and how to punch. It was teaching how okay. to be a better person, how to believe in yourself. Oh, I love to, that. How to accomplish anything in life. And so they could take those skills for martial arts and use in real life. And yeah. I still, till today, I keep in touch with several students who are now grown and have their own children and oh, their children amazing. are now in martial arts. And oh, that's fantastic. It's just making a difference for everybody's life. Now, are you still doing that? Or are I'm you? not. Yeah. No, I, I still keep in touch with several martial artists, but I'm not currently training in martial okay. arts. Okay. Yeah. Although I do have a kickboxing bag in my garage because oh, I just I love to hit it. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. I do a lot of work with the church, Beaches Vineyard, and I'm involved with the middle schoolers. Every Wednesday, we go to the church, allow them to come in, we play games, we talk about what's going on in their lives, and like you, we're just trying to allow them to focus on their strengths and develop themselves in a more positive light and, you know, just trying to help them with the day-to-day issues that they have. It's so important for the kids to believe in themselves. Oh, it is. Be supported to grow up to be better people. I can't imagine being a kid nowadays. I mean, social media just is intense right now. It is. And and kids, they, they loved it. In martial arts, you know, it was structured. Yeah. My, my students knew when they came in, they did this, they did that. And, and I challenged them because I knew I wanted them to be able to succeed in life. That's fantastic. I love that. Thank well, thank you for the work you're doing. Thank you. What is new and exciting in your life? We're now planning for a cross-country trip that okay. we plan on being gone for several months. Wow, wow. We want to go all the way across to the Pacific Coast Highway and then wow. come all the way back. So we've had it planned for a while, and then you know COVID happened, so everything was put on hold. Yeah, changed everything a little bit. Yes. Yeah. Okay. When do you leave for that trip? Hopefully in May sometime. In May, okay. Do you know what you're doing along the way, or are you going to kind oh, of yes. figure I'm it out? I'm very well organized. <laughs> Me too. I have my 20-page like, itinerary. <laughs> I could tell you where we'll be every night yep. and what we'll do. Yep. Yes. My, my family and I, a few weeks ago, took a trip from Jacksonville up to Maryland, and we took our time getting up there. We had a full week. So we kind of did one of those zigzags along the way. And I'm like you. I mean, I had the whole itinerary mapped out, not to the hour so much, but I knew every day where we wanted to end up. And we got to see some family and friends we haven't seen in a really long time. I did some skydiving along the way, too. Yeah, it was just a ton of fun. And then when we were in Maryland, about an hour from my parents' house, there's a train station. We took our car. They parked it on the train. We got a family sleeping quarters slept and woke up and we were in Florida the next day. Wow, that's It fun. was amazing, yeah. So normally it takes about 10 hours to get from Florida to Maryland where my parents are. If you map out the total driving, it was about 24 hours of driving. That last, you know, 22, 23rd hour, I was kind of over it. <laughs> I'm glad that we were able to take the, the train home. Yeah, I've known people have done that and they've enjoyed it. We just got back from a pickleball tournament okay. last night in Orlando. How'd that go? A bunch of Nocatee people. People did well. A couple okay. of people took home medals. It was a long weekend. Was it? Long night. It was 
some of them didn't get done till 11 or 12 last night. Really? It, we had a rain delay. So it was, but it was fun. It's like a family. Yeah. Everybody was supporting each other and encouraging each other. And it was a, a good time. I wonder how many people typically show up for something like that. There could be five, 600 competitors. Oh my gosh. For three days. Yeah. Wow. And that was that here in Jacksonville? It was in Orlando. Oh, in Orlando. And okay. the, the pros were there. So they had pro competition. Oh, really? And that was actually televised. Oh, so you got to see the pros play. Yes. Oh, that's yes. neat. That was, that was some great competition. Yeah. Something to strive for, right? Yes. <laughs> Where I want to be. I have seen them play, and they're incredible. Yes. They are fast, fast hands, fast pace. It's amazing. Well, very neat. Very neat. Did you end up taking home any medals? We did not. We okay. Did, we played. We played well. We thought we accomplished some things we had set out to. Yeah. Unfortunately, we lost. But, you know, things to work on and move forward, and next time we're going to try to bring home a medal. And you had a ton of fun. Had a ton of fun. And that's what it's all about, Spent right? Spent a weekend with great people, had a ton of fun. I love it. I love it. Well, you are here to teach us about the exciting world of pickleball, right? Yes, pickleball. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into it now. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Roseanne is here to teach us a little bit more about pickleball. All right, so pickleball. What is pickleball? Pickleball is played on a court, a smaller size court than tennis, and it's played with, you either play singles or you play doubles, and you use a paddle and you use a plastic ball, like almost a wiffle ball. So you hit the ball back and forth. It starts out with an underhand serve, and then the other team returns it. You can only have a maximum of one bounce on each side. So it was developed back in 1965 wow uh, three dads they were having i guess a get together and the kids were bored i didn't realize it was that old and they 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 put this game together they had badminton they lowered the net oh, cool. before you know it they were hitting back and forth and yeah. pickleball began oh, that's neat. and it started growing from there and it has grown tremendous in the past few years fastest growing sport for everybody of all ages all skill levels all athletic ability because the court is so much smaller than a tennis court. So it was kind of started out in a lot of senior communities. Figuring ah, okay. People didn't want to or couldn't physically run a whole bunch. And it just grew from there. Just like in Nocatee, they started out with no courts, then four courts, then eight courts. Oh my courts. goodness, yeah. Now we have 12 courts. We could really use more courts. Wow. There's nights, all the courts are full and people are waiting. That's incredible. So when you first start pickleball, you got to, Keep safety in mind. You know, proper proper attire, proper shoes, either court shoes, tennis sneakers, because you want the stability on your feet. We always remind people not to backpedal because you'll want to back up trying to hit a ball. That's where people stumble, they fall, Ouch. and that's where the injuries occur. Yeah, you're not running like a tennis champion, but you, no. there is room for injury in pickleball. Right, yeah. so you always want to start out warming up, mm -hmm. stretching, you know, make sure you're physically in a good health to start playing. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't want to go out there and then you're, you're dehydrated or you can't, you know, you're trying to play when you really should be sitting and resting. Yeah. So when we teach beginners and people who are new to the sport, we have that conversation with them so they can go out and safely play and have a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can't have fun if you're going to injure yourself. Right. Or if you're already injured. Correct. Yeah. So the games are played to 11. Most places play, you know, you play a game to 11, you win by two. Sometimes depending on if you're at a tournament and how the tournament's run, you'll play a game to 15, win by two. Okay. 
But generally, if you're playing locally, you're playing games to 11. Okay. And there's we have kids that come on the courts. Oh, neat. Kids that are playing with their parents. Oh, do they really? And then their grandparents. Oh, that's so fun. So it's kind of a sport where the entire family can play. Oh, so you're involving everybody. Together. Yes. Oh, neat. Okay. So we love when the kids come out and yeah. you see them out there with moms or dads learning how oh, to play. Oh, that's so fun. And it's it's just a great thing. And people travel. There's a mother-daughter team that won in the pros yesterday. Oh, neat. I believe the daughter's like 14. And wow. And they won yesterday. And just That's incredible. Amazing how they travel together and work together. Yeah, yeah. So what, what a neat opportunity and something to do to share with your family. Yeah, no kidding. That's great. And there's pickleball tournaments all over the country. Oh, my gosh. Friends I hear about them mine, all the time. They go to, they just came back from Utah. Okay. I've done a tournament out in Tennessee. Have you really? Yes. Yeah, so oh, there's, wow. there's, you could go anywhere and do tournaments. Okay. And it's so much fun. You meet so many nice people. Pickleball has a big social aspect to okay. it. So you meet people, not people that live near you, but other places and you keep in touch. Okay. And so supportive. Yeah. It's like a pickleball family. Oh, I like that. You know, if one of us has something going on outside of pickleball, mm-hmm. just in their regular life, the rest of the group is right there. Oh, that's you're, so You're neat. supporting them. You're picking them up. Yeah. You know, what do you need us to do? And, and it truly is a big family. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Even though you're competing against one another, there's still a lot of love, a lot of friendship, camaraderie. In yes. There. I like yes. that. If, if somebody puts out that they need assistance, we're, we're right there. We're there to help them. That's great. So pickleball... The growth of pickleball has grown so much that now you're starting to see pickleball in YMCAs. Oh, really? Even the schools. Some schools have pickleball as part no of their way. curriculum. Oh, There's that's fun. been some correctional facilities that uh-huh. are playing pickleball really? to, to help the people that are incarcerated. It's just amazing that they're trying to use that because it's such a great sport that anybody can learn how to play. Yeah, the byproduct of the sport with that team you know, having teammates and camaraderie, friendships, that sort of right. thing. And, I like and that. working together. Yep. It's even, sometimes you'll see pickleball on some a commercial or in a magazine. So the sport is growing. Okay. And we've had, been at tournaments and there's been some professional athletes of other sports that are actually competing no in way. pickleball. <laughs> so it's really cool. Everybody's like, neat. oh, you know who that is? And, yeah, and yeah. it's, it's kind of neat to see that this person was, you know, a star in their sport and now they're, they're, coming. they're participating in pickleball, which we all love. <laughs> That's very neat. I love that. And if you ever choose to play pickleball, which you should try it, you will be hooked. It's Day one, one of my friends was like, oh, let's go play pickleball. I'm like, well, what's pickleball? They're like, oh, come on. So as soon as I put a paddle in my hand and hit that first ball, I was hooked. I was like, Where this is it. Okay. Like, I found my home. I was so happy. And, you know, if you don't know where to find me, I always tell my friends, look on the pickleball court because that's where I am. Like, <laughs> six in the morning, I'm out on the Roseanne's pickleball court. not answering her phone. Go out to the pickleball court. <laughs> it is. I, I go out there and practice at like six in the morning because nobody's there. Oh, that's fun. It's, it's great. And you watch the sunrise mm-hmm. as you're practicing pickleball. And who doesn't want to see that, especially here in Jacksonville? It's gorgeous. Beautiful. Gorgeous way to start your day. It's You can play inside. There's some indoor courts. Okay. Mostly it's outdoor courts, but there are a few places that are starting to have indoor courts and huge facilities. Yeah. There's down in Pictona, there's a big facility. They have pickleball almost 24 hours a day. Really? They they have wow. leagues, they have clinics, they have stuff going on all the time. That's a lot of pickleball. It is. It is. 
I'm curious, Roseanne, what would make pickleball not enjoyable for somebody? Okay, so if people are not prepared to go out there, if you don't have the right equipment, if you're not physically conditioned, if you don't get the right training, it wouldn't be fun. Mm -hmm. If you're not, if you want to get better, you know, there's ways to do that, right? You're going to practice more. You're going to play more. You're going to reach out to people who are better than you and say, hey, how do I get better? And people will help you. People are so willing to help each other get better. Yep. You know, there's clinics, there's people who will help train you. So if you reach out for that, it will definitely help you have a better experience. Okay. You know, people, some people enjoy pickleball for the social aspect. Got right? it. They okay. get on the courts, they hit around with their buddies, and mm. then they go out for dinner afterwards. Oh, I see. Okay. And that's great. And then there's some, some of us, like the people I play with, it's, we're competitors. Yeah. You're and, in and it for we, the sport. Yes. And we want to play, you know, even if we're like, okay, you know, whoever loses, you know, has to buy dinner or something yeah. you know everybody wants to be so much better like mm-hmm. you, you just you want to have that one shot that oh got i got it. that person so we train hard we play hard but we have fun yeah and then afterwards we're all friends uh-huh. and we go out and do things together i love about the sport that it's not just about the sport it's about the friendship it's about just getting out there with other people having fun getting social and enjoying yourself yeah it is fun and there's there's plenty of like YouTube videos and mm-hmm. matches to watch and mm-hmm. people watch it and they'll be like, do you see that shot? That was a crazy shot. That guy was great. I love that. So it, it's, it is a nice friendship that you develop okay. through pickleball. I'm sure our listeners have a ton of questions, but let's say somebody's listening to this episode. They maybe, I don't know, played once or twice. Maybe they haven't played at all. Where should they start? Look for courts that are close to your home. Okay. Right. And, or ask around. They probably have a friend who plays pickleball. Okay. And say, how do I get started? Are there any beginner classes? Okay. If you're near a community center or YMCA, just ask and someone will direct you mm-hmm. or go online and, and look up, you know, pickleball lessons and there'll be, someone will help you. There's pickleball websites, mm-hmm. pickleball tournaments. All kinds um, of YouTube videos. Pro- professional pickleball registry has a list of instructors in your area. Oh, really? Okay. So they can find someone and ask those questions. And if they let me know, I'll be glad to help them out. Okay. Direct them to the right person. Fantastic. Wonderful. Okay. If someone's interested and they wanted to reach out to you, what's the best way to contact you? Um, they can, my, my email is R D E T O. M-M-A-S-O at iCloud.com and just shoot me an email and we'll touch base and figure it out from there. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much. That was such a great explanation of Pickleball. Great for having me. I appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. So we've got a little bit of Q&A coming up. Does that sound okay to you? Yes. All right. Let's get into it now. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks again for joining us. I received a question from someone and compliance won't allow me to use his real name. So we're going to call him Sam today. Sam says, great show, Jason. I love the episode where you talk about the adoption of your daughter, Jewel. Congratulations. Very kind of you, Sam. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Sam asks, I've been in business for a long time, but I've never offered retirement benefits to my employees or myself for that matter. What retirement plan should I choose? How do I know if it's the right one? Great question, Sam. I am 
happy to help. Okay, choosing a retirement plan that fits your business. You ready, Roseanne? Yes. All right, here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have yet to develop a retirement plan for your business, or if you're not sure about the plan, or excuse me, you're not sure whether the plan you've chosen is the right one, here are some things to consider. How much can my business afford to contribute? The cost of contributions may be managed by the plan type. A simplified employee pension plan, otherwise known as a SEP, is funded by employer contributions only. SEP contributions are made to separate IRAs for all eligible employees. Now, the savings incentive match plan for employees of small employers, simple IRAs, they blend employee and employer contributions. For example, some employers match employee contributions up to 100% of the first 3% of compensation. Others may contribute 2% of each eligible employee's compensation. It's up to the employer to decide the formula based on what works best for the business. Did you catch all that, Roseanne? Yeah. You're a simple and SEP IRA master now, right? Yes. <laughs> now, a 401k is primarily funded by the employee. The employer can choose to make additional contributions, including matching contributions. What plan accommodates high employee turnover? Roseanne, such a great question, and I'm so glad you asked. The cost of covering short-term employees may be managed by eligibility requirements and vesting. With the SEP IRA, only employees who are at least 21 years old earn at least $650 in compensation and have been employed in the three of the last five years must be covered. The simple IRA must cover employees who have earned at least $5,000 in any two prior years and are reasonably expected to earn $5,000 in the current year. The 401k and defined benefit plan must cover all employees who are at least 21 years of age. Now, under the SECURE Act, Roseanne, these retirement plans are open for employees who have either worked 1,000 hours in the space of one full year or those who have worked 500 hours per year for three consecutive years. You catch all that? Yes. <laughs> Vesting is immediate on all contributions to the SEP IRA, the simple IRA, and 401k employee deferrals, while a vesting schedule may apply to 401k employer contributions and defined benefits. Ladies and gentlemen, you want to ask yourself, do I want to maximize contributions for myself and my spouse? The SEP IRA and the 401k offer higher contribution maximums than the simple IRA. For those business owners who are starting late, a defined benefit plan may offer even higher levels of allowable contributions. Now, Roseanne, what if your priority is to keep administration easy and inexpensive? The SEP IRA and Simple IRA, they are straightforward to establish and maintain. The 401k can be a little bit more complicated, but that complicated testing can be eliminated by using what's called a safe harbor 401k. Now, generally, the defined benefit plan is the most complicated. It's the most expensive to establish and maintain out of all plan choices. 
Whew, that's a lot. A lot. Good information. <laughs> a little overwhelming. So, ladies and gentlemen, Sam, Roseanne, selecting the appropriate retirement plan for your business, it can get very confusing. It can get very complicated. It involves complex set of rules and regulations. So, before moving forward, consider working with a professional who is familiar with the process, like me, for example. Please reach out to me. I'd be happy to help. Let's go ahead and conclude today's episode, Roseanne, shall we? Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, lean on me for support. We can discuss various retirement plan options available to you, to your employees, at no cost to you. How do you do that? Well, the easiest way to get on my schedule is head to our website at www.sagepathfa.com, click the calendar link at the top of the page, and schedule time with me. You will find that I am freely giving of my time, You can also call me, email me. All of that information is in the description of the podcast or on the website. And hey, I'm getting into pickleball. I'm ready. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want someone to play with, if you've got questions about the sport, please reach out to me. I'd be happy to help. Roseanne, anything that you want to add? And and I'm not fishing for anything. No, I had fun today. I appreciate you allowing me to be here. I did too. It's our pleasure. Again, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Now, again, what is the best way for people to contact you? Uh, Send me an email, rdtomaso at icloud.com. Perfect. Thank you so much. Yes. And to all of our listeners, thank you for sticking around. I appreciate all of you. Make it a great day, and we'll see you in another three weeks for a new episode of Dad Sense. Take care. Now the part we all love, the disclosures. Securities and investment advisory services offered through FSC Securities Corporation, member FINRA SIPC. FSC is separately owned and other entities and our marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of FSC. The show is not meant to provide legal or tax advice, nor is it a recommendation for any specific investment. Jason Fuchs, Roseanne De Tomaso, SagePath, and FSC are unaffiliated. This episode is sponsored by Dunham & Associates Investment Council, Inc. Like a traditional IRA, withdrawals from a SEP IRA or simple IRA or 401k are taxed as ordinary income and, if taken before age 59 and a half, may be subject to a 10% income tax penalty under the SECURE Act. In most circumstances, once you reach age 72, you must begin taking required minimum distributions. Thank you. Take care.